0: It was in 2010 when the United Nations decided that water is a human right. But still today, almost 800 million people lack access to clear drinking water. If you look at the data, it says that even if we doubled the current pace of progress, it will take another 10 years to achieve universal access. Patrick Munsters and Kara Neuberg decided to do something about it. They started Marie Stella Maris, first as a means to inspire people to consume more consciously, and second as a way to improve access to water and sanitation so in short it's a lifestyle brand but with a social mission they want to prove that it is in fact possible to combine commercial success with a bigger purpose Maurice de lamaris sells mineral water which you might have enjoyed in restaurants around amsterdam already and care products like hand wash and lotions a symbolic bridge to their water and sanitation efforts they work with a buy and contribute model from each product you purchase, a fixed amount goes to clean drinking water projects, a built-in social bottom line of sorts. So far, the Maurice De La Mars Foundation has been involved in 13 projects providing over 30,000 people with water. Also they've just reached the 1 million euro milestone of clean water contributions. Welcome to The Idealist with your hosts Simon and Celia, a podcast about people finding new ways of doing business.
1: And one of these people is Garel Neuberg. He's the CEO and co-founder of the company and invited us for a chat to their Amsterdam headquarters. Maurice Delamaris is an excellent example of this new breed of companies. They promise that everything they do will be used to create the most social and the least environmental impact. A model that's appealing to small businesses but inspires big players to do the same thing too. Of course, there was a life before turning towards social entrepreneurship and starting Maurice Morris But we'll better let him tell the story.
2: So, uh, my professional background before Maurice Delamaris was within uh, telecom, in commercial, in marketing and in uh, board uh, functions. And This was a big, big company in the Netherlands, KPN, so we made a huge uh, growth doing business internationally, having a big company where there are a lot of stakeholders. Decision-making is often not so transparent, who takes decision. Uh, So I learned a lot, but also to prepare in a professional way your presentations and to get decisions uh, made. So this this was, I think, the major part of my, my career. Of course, uh, before I started working, I did my university. I also was uh, two years within the Marines. This was by that time still in the Netherlands uh, uh, normal, mm-hmm. that you also had your military service. So I thought, well, why not joining a force where you can really learn uh, about your capabilities? And I can tell you, When you're with the Marines, you learn how to survive, which is important. So it's also about uh, discipline. It's about uh, reaching your objectives. So that's where I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. Being alone, surviving.
1: And also a different perspective on strategy and how you make a decision, probably.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. you're you're alone with your platoon. You have to make uh, tactical decisions, how to approach some things and... I was by the time the youngest, mm-hmm. by far. So I also learned how to, you know, to manage a platoon, but also to be aware of your position, because there were a lot of people with a lot of experience, skills, much more than I had, much more. So that's where you also learn, okay, you may be in a position, but you need the rest of your uh, platoon also to to achieve something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's that's... It's about skills, about skills, yeah. Uh, and that's still what I can apply in my working uh, uh, environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: During that time at the telco company and then yeah. transitioning into that new venture. Yeah. I mean, it's um, almost 10 years ago, right? Yeah. When you started, uh, yeah. Yeah. what was the, the motivation to turn away from big corporations to do your own?
2: Yeah, when you have a lot of experience and have worked within a big corporate company, you like to, to use this also for, uh, for a new venture. I met Patrick Menzers, my partner, business partner, and he asked me to join into a new initiative, which was Maurice Maris. And, you know, I very much liked the idea from the beginning because I could use my experience. I could work with young professionals, uh, but also maybe the most important part, building a brand with a mission. I think building brands uh, is one thing, but also uh, having a message where you can contribute a little bit to a better world is nice. But of course you have to balance commercial and having a social contribution. So that's the big challenge, of course, but that was the time in my period, in my, my life when, um, when I thought, well, It's good not only to work for yourself and earn a lot of money because within telecom you can earn a lot of money, but also contribute. And this was uh, for me the way to contribute to the world, but also creating a nice team, a nice brand and seeing the direct results of everything you're uh, doing, Mm -hmm. because that's also important.
0: So that was baked in directly from the beginning that you set out and planned this to be not just a. Water and uh, care brand, no, but also. No, no.
2: So, uh, this was my personal mo- motivation mm-hmm. to, to join uh, Marie Stella Maris, and the initial idea was uh, water for water. Mm-hmm. So, creating a social enterprise which contributes contributes to uh, the problem we face today, uh, that there is a lack to clean drinking uh, water. That's the basic idea. Uh, creating products. Creating products, uh, of course, in the beginning, it was mineral water, where you directly, when you buy a product, contribute as a consumer or as a business uh, business customer. You contribute directly, mm-hmm. so that was the main purpose. And when you create a brand like Marie Stella you can think of a lot of products who also fit the brand. Right. Mm-hmm. But it started with water for water because there is a, a very direct relationship mm-hmm. between selling water and uh, creating a water, uh, water sources for, yeah.
0: So you use that direct symbolism of uh, yeah. a person here in Europe buying a bottle of water and then giving the, the same kind of symbolic value to another person?
2: Actually, it's more than symbolic mm-hmm. because uh, you have to make a very clear statement, transparent. There's a fixed amount for each bottle we contribute, which is 5 cent per liter. And this was very important because when you are a startup, You will not make money Mm -hmm. in the beginning because you're creating a brand. So you have a lot of costs involved. So when you're entering the market and uh, you cannot explain that you are directly contributing to clean drinking water, people will say, well, okay, this is not all right. So although it was very, very tough. We decided to say every bottle contributes directly.
0: So that was a set principle, so that n- yeah. n- not, not not a single person could change anything no. with that.
1: Is that also maybe a part of the secret why why it works now that it was part from the beginning that you say kind of get used to having this fixed amount per bottle?
2: Well, I think some entrepreneurs in you know in the restaurants or the hotels choose for Maurice recent Mars because of this uh, social contribution, mm-hmm. but some others will choose for the style of the brand. Mm-hmm. So it's more that it's a clear statement for everybody who wants to understand it or will dive deep dive into what we are doing exactly, mm-hmm. that we made a fixed contribution and we make it transparent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested to know because, oh, you have a nice branding uh, and a nice social message, but what are you doing exactly? Mm-hmm. You have to explain. Mm-hmm. So, so this was basically also where we put a lot of time into to set up uh, the real fulfillment of our message mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, um, Selmas foundation, that's the, the company organizing the project and, and yeah. uh, building up the relationships to, yeah. to the partners.
2: Yeah, so we actually we have two companies. Mm-hmm. Now we have one company, of course, but we have a legal entity which is called Marie Sallamas. And they're all commercial activities and branding activities and product development activities take place into this company. And then we have the Maurice seller Foundation. And the relationship is that we transfer the money we earn with selling the products uh, flow into the foundation. It's a foundation where nobody is working. But of course, we do have a advisory board. Mm-hmm. Um we work together with a foundation in, today in The Hague. They are very specialized into uh, water and sanitation advisory. And together with this company is called uh, Aquafol, we have developed the, the policies towards clean drinking water projects. It's very transparent. The money flows into the foundation. We do not want to make costs into the foundation because... You know, in the Netherlands, everybody's very skeptical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you must be transparent. You must say it flows into the foundation. We we do not have any costs there except from maybe uh, for the annual reporting. Mm-hmm. But no, we have no staffing there. The money flows as much as possible, really towards the projects today in Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And the, was the foundation set up in the beginning as well, or was that part of the journey when you Um, started to learn how you can set this up in a a good way? Yeah. Transparent. um,
2: We, uh, the first couple of years, we had a different uh, construction Mm -hmm. through a a, a third bank account where we, we, we put the money on this account, which was called the notary. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they were keeping the money on the bill, uh, the account, and then. We had this collaboration with Acrefol already. Mm-hmm. So when the projects were approved by us, uh, it was financed from this, uh, this bank account. And then we decided after a couple of years mm-hmm. to create the Marie Salamares Foundation because it gives extra uh, credibility, but it also can give some uh, fiscal advantages Mm -hmm. for companies who want to support us Mm -hmm. Uh, and of course there are some uh, rules and regulations having a foundation so it makes it even more professional right yeah yeah
0: and can you give us an example of what, because we're now realizing, okay, someone bought this bottle of, of water or, or a care product, and then part of this money flows into the foundation. And what exactly happens then with the, with the money? Can you give us an example of yeah. where this is, where this is actually yeah. applied in, in the real world?
2: Yeah. So, um, we get proposals, mm-hmm. proposals from Aqua for All, according to the policy we set out. So. How it works: uh, the uh, the communities, mainly today in Africa, but we also did some projects in in, in Bangladesh. Uh, they are supported the communities by the local NGOs, local NGOs, and uh, they will write a proposal, mm-hmm. a short proposal, why they need money for their uh, projects, mm-hmm. clean water projects. We have uh, a sort of a, a a discussion with Aquafol on which products uh, project fits. Our criteria and why we should invest in this uh, community. So after it's it's uh, uh, approved by our foundation, uh, we uh, get it operated. And then uh, maybe you're interested in knowing what kind of projects Mm -hmm. we are doing because Mm -hmm. that's the most important thing. From the beginning, we choose for a a rural area. Mm -hmm. So those are mainly areas where there's a lot of farmers. Some schools uh, uh, where children from all over the place come. um, And we choose for the communities because in the beginning we we had a, well, another very big contribution Mm -hmm. (laughs) when you start, Mm -hmm. like 30,000, 40,000 euros, which was by the time the first year very much. Mm -hmm. You can make the difference immediately Mm -hmm. because you can have like five, six, seven boreholes at the important locations. You can have the toilets, which is very important. So you can make the difference for a complete community with like 1500 2000 people. Right. Investing the same money into a big city would not make mm-hmm. a very obvious difference. Maybe for the people living there, but not for a whole community. Right.
0: So oh. you, you choose the the lowest possible threshold to make a big difference yeah. for the people there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So this was, uh, of course, of course, one of the criteria that we did choose for a sustainable uh, solution, which you can uh, reach in the communities. We did not choose for aid. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of lot of uh, wars going on or issues, and you know there's a lot of need for clean drinking water. But then we are like that small into a big problem. Mm-hmm. So we decided it was not the other way to go to in, into aid, but to go for a structural approach.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of obvious you also want to change behavior, customer or yeah. consumer behavior. Um, can you say it's already a difference now, almost 10 years into the journey, to back then? Uh,
2: you mean uh, the commercial customers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are they more
1: open... Um, Is it easier to get the story across to make a difference because people are more aware?
2: So what we found out is uh, that once people know about uh, the brand, they like to buy the products. Of course, the products must be good, but of course you... Uh, if if there is a scent you don't like, you will not buy the product. Mm-hmm. Or if the packaging is not your style, you will not buy it. So your product must be good. The styling must be good. And then if you know the, the brand message, you will come back and buy the product. If you like the scent, if you like the packaging, you know, okay, Marisa Lamaris uh, is the brand which also contributes. We do not have a lot of uh, customers churning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No.
0: So that's that's loyalty yeah. factor there. That's loyalty,
2: right. but, of, but of course, uh, not a lot of people still know the message of Maurice mm. and so mm-hmm. that's still a, mm-hmm. a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, let's maybe s- take a step back. You, you yeah. said um, you're not, you didn't launch only the um, the mineral water, but also a care line, and yeah. that was probably not from the beginning, but uh, no. during during the yeah, setup that, of the company.
2: Yeah, this was uh, in 2014. Mm-hmm. So then we decided uh, uh, not only to have the mineral water, mm-hmm. but also the, uh, the care products. Uh, this, this also had a business reason, because uh, the care products are easier to sell also outside the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have much more capabilities through the web e-commerce, for instance. So we thought we need a, a second product line, which was already in the mines having a second product line, but we didn't know... Which one? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because we also could enter into tea or coffee or, you know, everything fits the brand. What was the the factor? (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) we we did in a couple of brainstorms, you know, a lot of ideas. And then we came up with the idea of care. Because in the projects we're doing today in Africa, soap is very important. It's about water. It's about sanitation. It's about hygiene. So we call it wash projects. And hygiene can be translated into soap. Mm-hmm. So when you when you walk into the communities, you see how important soap is for hygiene. So this was the basic idea, and then we, you know, once we had this idea, you know, you can go wild onto, into into creati- uh, creativity because we can make nice packaging, we can develop good scents. So it also has a very creative aspect, the care products. But the basic idea was, you know having a category which also, uh, well, you know, fits the uh, the mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And where did this motivation or where did this knowledge come from that, because if you look at the product line, it's very well designed, product yeah. packaging is thought out, the branding is thought out, um, your online touch points are, you know, very in line. Yeah. Where did this realization come from that you have to nail this kind of first impression?
2: Yeah, uh, when we set up the company, mm-hmm. We thought it's uh, a very important asset to have an, an own creative team mm-hmm. uh, with uh, graphic designers. Mm-hmm. So because we thought packaging and design is very important. Once And once you have the uh, capabilities in-house, it's not so difficult to, to design uh, the bottles, to design the packaging for the care products. Uh, so this was not so difficult for us what is more difficult is to think about the uh, uh, the ingredients because that was not really what we had in in house that capability but the design part that's really the uh, the strength of Maurice lamars and we do have the capabilities in house mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah so that was a Again, a, a, a clever prioritization from the beginning, right? Usually yeah. you would say, okay, this is something we could outsource. We yeah. just, you know, get some advertising agencies or design yeah. agencies in no. and, and do that for us. But that was from the beginning. Yeah. A,
2: a, so that's the soul, nestle. the heart and the soul mm. of, of the brand. Mm-hmm. And you have to have it in-house. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's it's all about the brand. So people have to understand the brand, but also believe in the brand. And when you have it in-house, it's mm-hmm. completely different mm-hmm. than having an agency working for you how many people are working right now at my 25 25
0: yeah yeah and um i also read about um that you i think it was last year that you did kind of a company um session where you uh, get to got together and let them choose projects to invest in was that the yeah. case can you tell us a little bit about yeah that? sure
2: sure Uh, So, one time a year, we do have a foundation day. Mm -hmm. So, why? Because everybody is working hard. Uh, We are a commercial company, so there are a lot of things going on. And once a year, we have to think of, why did we start a company? That's about the foundation. (laughs) So, then we have a foundation day. Last year, we were thinking of, what's what's a nice idea to have all people uh, working here get involved, mm-hmm. thinking about how they can contribute to new ideas. And then we said, well, we, we do have a, a, a budget from the projects uh, for, for selling the, 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 the products. And how can we spend, it was a couple of thousand euros, so not that very much. How can we spend it the best into our projects? And then we gave two uh, recent projects and we said, well, we can extend both of them, but we have to make a choice. You will make the choice. So then we uh, we split uh, into teams, and they you know they were uh, deep diving into the projects, and they raised questions, and they could also call to uh, external people who were involved with the projects. So by the end of the day, we said, well, we have to make a choice. You have to make your presentation, and then one of the projects won. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a kind of involvement, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Giving sort of the responsibility to yeah. the employees mm-hmm. as well, kind as of well, put yeah. them into. The position that exactly. you sometimes are—it's hard exactly. to choose. Yeah. How do you choose? How, how do you, do you choose? make a and Why do you
2: choose? And uh, because we have criteria, and then it was very interesting to see how they thought of the criteria, which is which is important to them. Mm-hmm. And well, this was very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
0: And you just recently crossed the—I uh, think—the one million euro. Yeah. Um, kind of thresholds to milestone to yeah. into and in what what float into the foundation in the foundation and you're also having plans to expand that beyond the netherlands right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah because i think if you look at amsterdam you have your brand store in the city center and you you know people know that brand from hospitality from hotels from restaurants uh, what's your plan your outset in into into the future
2: yeah so, of course, uh, reaching this one million uh, threshold was very important for us. Um, and then uh, we celebrated, of course, the, uh, the moment, which is very important with the customers internally. Uh, and then, of course, everybody's uh, curious to know what is the next step? Mm-hmm. Because, well, one million is nice, but what's the next step? So then I said, uh, the next step will be like uh, 100,000 people. Mm -hmm. 100,000 people helping to clean drinking water. Today we have like 35,000. That's uh, that's a big step. And we can only achieve it by growing. And growing Mm -hmm. is not only good for your uh, mission, but also for uh, uh, everybody working here, because then you get new... uh, you know, new possibilities, new challenges. So we have to grow uh, and also outside the Netherlands. Uh, and we created a brand which is possible to export outside the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. So this is our main mission, to, uh, to bring the brand outside the Netherlands. Uh, today we are in Belgium already. Um, since three years we are in a German market, which is not so easy. And uh, we started in uh, Japan in uh, in Tokyo in April this year. So we're extending the brand. This is with what we do with the distributors. Uh, and, and is o- it
1: mainly the care products that yeah. you?
2: Yeah. So the water is in today in Netherlands and in Belgium, uh, which can be uh, easily uh, easily done from the from outside uh, inside the Netherlands also transporting the water to to Belgium. When we started the brand, we said the mineral water has not to be shipped all over the world because we feel that's more sustainable. Mm -hmm. Having said that, it's not so easy to start up an operation, uh, let's say in Germany, to to find a bottle company who produces the water uh, and you have to sell up there. So these are typically the, the challenges uh, we face. With the care products, it's, it's a little bit easier. Um, but there are also uh, some more international partnerships. I think one of the more important ones is the, uh, the one with Net-A-Porter, mister Porter. You might know them. They're mm-hmm. a worldwide platform for fashion and cosmetics. So today we are uh, worldwide available through this, uh, this partnership. Um, and uh, of course people can also buy through our web store and it's sent all over the world
1: So and, and these partnerships are they initiated by you or do they contact you and, and want to be um, a distribution partner yeah
2: so um, it's both uh, we do have plans to roll out into countries but sometimes you are uh, contacted like Uh, the guy in Japan, Japan was not in our plans, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) to be honest, because first we wanted to build a European brand and then maybe extend. But then we were contacted like one year ago and he said, I'm very interested bringing your brand into the Japanese market. I Would like to come over to Amsterdam? Uh, That's always a positive sign when somebody is coming over Mm -hmm. and he spent one week up here. He wanted to know everything about the brand and, and then it developed into a, a partnership. And then we decided to enter into to this market. So it's both. It's mm-hmm. having a plan, but also being entrepreneurial and seeing the chances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: One, one side note, which I found uh, uh, clever is that you separated the brand name of the of the mineral water from the source name, yeah. where, where the water is coming from, yeah. from that reason to kind of scaled it in, in a different country and then choose another source and not being reliant on exactly. one source and, and ship it all over the world. Exactly.
2: Right. So this mm. was the, the the basic setup mm. that we separated brand and, and source. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Pellegrino is coming from Pellegrino. Spa is coming from Spa. Uh, Avion is coming from Avion. But Mars chooses its own uh, sources where it's bottled, right. but it must be good mineral water. Yes. Yeah. And it's much more sustainable. Yeah. But having said that, it's you have to have a you have to, a couple of other challenges to start up mm-hmm. uh, a new a new uh, source
0: yeah, that's another i think another indicator of that you are when you you set out to do that you didn't set out to do the next big mineral water brand you set out to do a company which you know can balance both generate profit, but also, yeah. um, and use it as a vehicle to, to do something, to yeah. change something in the world in your case, yeah. water and sanitation. Yeah. One last question. How, how are you, do you, do you split your work still you and your co-founder or how is it structured within the, within the company? How, uh, how are you splitting the work or how are you involved within the company?
2: Yeah. So, uh, uh basically, uh, Patrick is, uh, into the, uh, creation part and I run the business, including, you know, from customers into logistics, product development, everything involved. Uh, but Patrick is really the genius into the creative part. Yeah. So that's the split.
1: If you wish for something in the future that happens, what would you wish for in the context of maybe more companies joining or yeah, for Maris Del Maris itself? What is yeah. the future of maybe in 10 years? Where, where is the company?
2: Uh, well, of course, talking about the own company, I hope we can, we can grow, make a lot of impact. Uh, having this one, 100,000 objective is maybe, I hope, achieved in two or three years' time. I hope we can grow much faster. Maybe we will, uh, will be uh, joined by other companies, corporate companies who take a stake in Marie Salamaris, because being alone is being alone. So when we have a nice brand, in three or four countries, maybe we can have the help of one of the big companies who said, "Well, I can do it in 20 countries mm. or 30 countries." So that's spe- special for Marie Selamars, and um, I hope that outside Marie Selamars, a lot of other companies will also integrate one way or the other uh, impact into their their brand and business. But I'm sure this will happen. I'm sure yeah. because people were asking for it
0: so in the end it's it's more it's even you know consumer driven in in the end yeah. the, the consciousness and, and, and the yeah, realization the consci-
2: of exactly but it's not you know i'm not a thinking about i lo- I, uh, mm-hmm. I i'm practical mm-hmm. so you must combine commercial and impact mm-hmm. and if you're too much impact driven you will not make a An impact because you need to think commercial you have to you have to understand that Mm -hmm. if you're not understanding it you will uh, be a foundation nothing wrong with a foundation but you have to you know to think in a commercial way and then contribute
0: thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode and would like to know more head over to theidealist.co as always there's one more thing we ask our guests which is who should we talk to next
2: yeah, I think well we have one one great brand in the Netherlands. It's called Tony Chocoloni. <laughs> you talked to them?
0: Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet.
2: Well, that's it. that's your next uh, next one. It's fantastic what yeah. they achieved. Yeah. But they're a couple of years further than we are. But they did a great job.